This is an Equity Bates Media podcast. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Talk money to me. Hello and welcome to Talk Money To Me. This is your need-to-know financial podcast. Thanks so much for joining us. I'm Candice Burke. And I'm Felicity Thomas. Now, in this episode, we actually wanted to give you a bit of an overview on the current financial markets and conditions that we're experiencing, as well as things that are really interesting us at the moment and conversations we're having with our clients. So, Candice, what are we going to discuss today? So one of the questions we're getting a lot is the market volatility. And I think there's two main reasons behind that. Firstly, financial conditions are tightening. So we're going to walk you through what that means. And the energy transition, that's really been accelerating in the past, I guess, three to six months. I'm going to be excited to go through why we think it's a once in a decade opportunity. Now, remember, all this information that we talk about on our show is not personal advice. Even though we're registered financial advisors at Shore & Partners, please note that this podcast and the content discussed does not constitute financial advice, nor is it a financial product. It's just based on the facts that we know at the time, which is the 3rd of May, 2022. Before we get into those items that we're going to break down for you to sort of understand what the market's doing at the moment, let's just quickly have a quick recap on how the recent Australian share market performed in the quarter just ended of March 2022. So the Australian share market, as measured by the S&P ASX 300 index, for the full quarter rose 2.1%. Um, But when you unpack that, what actually happened, because we had lots of tensions with high inflation, you know, global tensions continuing on with the Russian-Ukraine conflict, the quarter began in January, right? And it was actually a 6.5% fall in that month because we had lots of talk about interest rate hikes. Then in Feb, we rebounded 2.1% before finishing with a significant gain of 69 in March. So overall for the quarter, we washed out on our face here in the ASX of 2.1% in positive territory. That's it. And it did look like dividends also rose slightly during the quarter. Um, So the trailing yield on the share market rose from 3.51% at the end of December to 3.67%. And let's unpack it further, right, Felicity? So over the quarter, like what has done well? Okay, so we kind of touched on it. The poison, the cure has been energy. The energy sector in the the quarter we just wrapped performed the best at 28.3%, then followed by materials at 15.2%. Utilities, so think APA Group, et cetera, uh, that finished at 14.1%. Banks were strong. And then what were the bottom half, Felicity? So the bottom were actually capital goods. So that was negative four. 14.1%, software was negative 13.1% and healthcare and equipment was negative 12.7%. Yeah, so more tech getting sold off really, which is kind of interesting in this environment. 
Okay, so that is where we're at the previous quarter. So we've got our first topic that we're going to address today. So it's beware of tightening financial conditions. And I think there's a really good quote that will kind of bring us all in. So it was actually from Buffett's mentor, Benjamin Graham. In the short run, the market is a voting machine, but in the long run, it is a waiting machine. So what Graham was referring to here is the short-term noise influencing daily changes in the markets which we're getting a lot of at the moment, but also the impact of earnings weighing up over time. Now, what our research is suggesting is that in the short to medium term, changes in financial conditions have a significant influence on asset prices, but in the long term, cash flow tends to win out. Now, we've said financial conditions a lot. What do we mean, Candice, by financial conditions? All right. So financial conditions are essentially a term which really kind of just talks about the current state of play. It's a lot of jargon. So let me unpack it right for everyone. It is really how we influence economic behavior and thereby the future state of the economy. So in theory, financial variables, you know, they may include characteristics such as the supply and demand of financial instruments relevant to economic activity, aka interest rates, inflation, unemployment, wage growth. These are all variables which can weigh into the economy and really set the outlook, whether it's bearish or bullish, which means negative or positive for the future. So Felicity, I guess let's reiterate what we're talking about with our clients in terms of the key important examples of a financial variable right now that's impacting the market. All right. So we actually think the most important are one, the spread or the difference between fixed rate 30-year mortgages in the United States and the 30-year US Treasury interest rate. Two, the spread between the yield on high yield corporate debt and government debt. And three, the shape of the US yield curve. Now, the spread between fixed rate 30-year mortgages in the United States and the 30-year US Treasury interest rate measures the extra amount banks will charge to take on the risk of a loan default on a home loan. So it actually shows the 30-year mortgage spread has recently risen from a low of 0.58% in May 2021 to a level of 1.82% at the end of March, which signals a concern among providers of housing finance about potential loan losses ahead. Yeah. So tighter times in the credit market really is what that's saying. And then the second point, right, we're looking at the spread between the yield on high yield corporate debt. So company debt and then government debt. Again, this reflects the level of comfort, you know, I guess comfortability that lenders are having to provide finance to higher risk, um, you know, potential borrowers. So while today's spread of 5% looks relatively low in comparison to historical levels, you know, it got to as high as 20% in the height of the GFC or even around 10% levels during COVID pandemic levels of March 2020, the recent direction, it is trending upwards. So we're watching that closely. And I I guess the last point important to note about the yield curve is the shape of the US yield curve is a good signal into the direction and level of future interest rates in the next sort of you know short duration, right? And the most popular when we hear the term yield curve measure is really the difference between the US two-year bond rate and the 10-year government bond rate. So the US two-year government bond, that measures actually the US Federal Reserve fund rate, whereas the 10 years of the further out bond, that kind of influences the outlook of growth and inflation. And typically, the yield curve is upward sloping where the longer term interest rates are higher than shorter term ones to compensate for the risk of locking in a rate. So what we mean here is that when the yield curve becomes inverted, 
where shorter term interest rates are higher than longer term ones, this typically signals a slowdown in growth or even a recession. Now, today we have a rare phenomenon of rising short term rates followed by falling long term rates. But nonetheless, the two year to 10 year interest rate spread is another signal of tightening financial conditions. So, putting a huge combination of these measures together allows us to create a financial conditions index. So, actually, an interesting fact since 1971, the Federal Reserve Bank of Chicago has actually compiled such a measure, the National Financial Conditions Index, which actually shows us that over the past decade, financial conditions have been, apart from the brief period during the height of the COVID pandemic, panic, more accommodative than normal. So the index is below zero. It also shows that recently conditions have started to tighten, which we've felt. So Candice, can you let us know the implications of that from an investment strategy perspective? So simply put, share markets will generally perform weaker when financial conditions are tightening, which really means it's harder to get money out of the banks. So if we look back to the data, back to the 1970s, for the S&P 500 US index, the average compound return that an investor would get is 7.77% on an annual rate, right? Now, if we flip the coin when financial conditions are easier or easing, that's when you can actually make more money in the market. So your typical return would be more like 12.5% per annum. So let's break it down another way. $1 invested back in 1971 would be worth around $400 today. But if you invest when financial conditions are becoming tighter, which is what we're in now, that's actually going to give you a negative return of minus 4.1% per annum. And that $1 is actually worth only 10 cents today. So you can see how when conditions tighten, typically equities will perform weaker than historical. That's it. But we're not saying to go and sell your entire portfolio. What we're saying is you need to have the right investments in your portfolio. You know, Candace and I, you know, say this in meetings all the time, companies that have continued revenue growth, and pricing power are really, really important, as well as a good balance sheet. Candice, what else are we saying to our clients? So this is the second point, right? You need to understand what inflation is caused by. 50% of the global inflation right now is actually caused by the rise in energy, aka oil prices. So the cure and the curse is having some energy in your portfolio. So let's break that down. Energy acts like a tax. It's the cost borne to the end consumer. It usually equates to 5 6% of global GDP, but however, that's risen a lot at the moment. And if the current coal and oil and gas prices, about 80% of the global energy mix, prices are exploited out by the remainder of the year. So energy is actually accounting for now, today, around 12 to 13% of global GDP. So this is an all-time high. And the difference today compared to when we look back at historical data is that gas and coal prices are trading in line with oil prices, which normally it doesn't do that, right? Gas and coal usually trade, right, at a 50 to 70% discount to oil, but that's not happening at the moment, right, as it just went through. And what we saw is that energy prices increased dramatically in March due to the Russian-Ukraine conflict. So overall, the prices of energy are up 24% month on month. Like that's that's a huge surge. And if you kind of unpack it, I won't go into all the different commodities, but important to note, natural gas in Europe makes sense because the conflict was up 56% month on month and coal was also massively surging at 49% month on month. So 
there's a lot of inflation due to what I've just unpacked there being the energy pricing spikes. So we're going to actually go through that in more detail. But before we do that, let's just take a quick break to hear from our sponsors. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science, with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. And we're back. So we're actually already in an energy crisis before Russia invaded Ukraine. So last year, we actually were arguing that the world was hurtling towards an energy crisis due to the increasing demand for oil, gas and coal on a three to five year view. So the global supply chain was actually struggling to adequately respond due to stringent environmental, social and government regulations and pressures from investors. The fear of peak demand led to the reality of a lack of supply. You know, demand and supply, that's always a huge issue that we're always talking about. Every second article you were looking at published about the imminent end of fossil fuels, you know, an increased concern among the generalist investment communities about old energy. And we believe this has really caused a structural change in the investment community's desire to actually invest in old energy and by extension, the corporate priorities of these companies who seek to lure investors back. What I'm trying to say here is that fossil fuels still actually form around 80% of the global energy mix, even though, you know, the ESG push was really trying to get companies away from that. You know, if we didn't have fossil fuels and coal, North America would freeze at this point in time. So it's just not, it's not a possibility. So really energy insecurity is really here to stay. There's obviously old energy and new energy. So your old energy is your coal fossil fuels and your new energy is your uranium, which we did touch on on previous Autopad episode when we went through um, Silex uh, and Vimy Resources as one of our picks. Now, Candice, can you please give us a little bit of a wrap about how Russians' invasion of Ukraine has just really accelerated the energy transition for us? So I guess the key long takeaway message is that we believe 
inflationary shock we're seeing from the Russian invasion has really just accelerated like you kind of went through the push away from fossil fuels, right? We need to become less dependent on that market, in particular diversify away from Russia because of the conflict we're seeing right now. So Europe has kind of signalled that they're going to do that as being the first mover and and they're seen as proposing the REP Power EU plan. And really why they want to diversify this is these are the facts. 57% of Europe's gas imports 34% of all total gas demand from Russia alone. And that was a stat in 2020. So they're hugely reliant on Russia. Okay. And this is equivalent to about 9% of all of Europe's total energy consumption. So clearly it's a significant task for them to take on board. And it's really, I guess, the wheels need to be in motion now. They've started this. And in our view, other countries around the world will start to join in with Europe here. And look, I think, Candice, what we're trying to say here is that we still have an overweight position in old energy and we continue to strongly recommend an overweight old energy sector position until commodity fundamentals show signs of deterioration. So, Candice, what uh, companies should we be investing in right now to get that old energy exposure um, whilst, you know, fossil fuel prices stay high. So I think we can't ignore here on Australia Woodside. WPL is the stock ticket. Uh, that's actually just going through a demerger spin-off with BHP, which we've covered quite extensively here on Talk Money to Me. And also Peter O'Connor went through a really good um, DD on that one as well. So that will actually be one of the largest oil producers now going forward. And I guess if you're not into direct stocks, there's a couple of ETFs. One that we like is the, the battery. ACDC is the ETF there. Gives you more of a basket approach. But putting aside, I guess, the traditional oil exposures, like we've kind of unpacked it, we also shouldn't ignore renewable energy, right? And so, you know, we believe we're at a bit of an inflection point when it comes to new energy investment. You know, Australia and Australian listed companies are well placed actually to benefit from this energy transition with an existing mining industry and access to really cheap energy, in particular gas required for industrial processing. A few companies that we actually like that have this uranium exposure would be Silex, which is SLX, which we've got an episode on that. Uh, We also like Boss Energy. The code is BOE on the ASX. We also like Peninsula Energy, the code is P-E-N on the ASX, as well as Paladin Energy, which the code is P-D-N on the ASX. So that's a few ideas for you today. We really hope you enjoyed that episode. As always, before we sign off, please remember that although Candice and I are financial advisors at Shore & Partners, please note our discussion today does not constitute as personal financial advice. Do your own research and actually seek professional financial advice before making any investment decisions. And Candice, where can everyone contact us? As always, we welcome any questions or feedback. Our inbox is tmtm at equitymates.com. And you can always jump on our socials. We've got Instagram, we've got LinkedIn. For Instagram, our handle is at talkmoneytomepodcast. Follow us for daily updates on the market and we keep you updated with all of our Autopad episodes and stocks that we've pitched in the past. That's it. We would also love a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or both. Until next time, goodbye.
Talk Money to Me is a product of Equity Mates Media. All information in this podcast is for education and entertainment purposes only. Equity Mates gives listeners access to information and educational content provided by a range of financial service professionals. It is not intended as a substitute for professional finance, legal, or tax advice. The hosts of Talk Money to Me are not aware of your personal financial circumstances. Equity Mates Media does not operate under an Australian financial services license and relies on the exemption available under the Corporation Act 2001 in respect of any information or advice given. Before making any financial decisions, you should read the product disclosure statement and, if necessary, consult a licensed financial professional. Do not take financial advice from a podcast. For more information, head to the disclaimer page on the EquityMates website where you can find the ASIC resources and find a registered financial professional near you. In the spirit of reconciliation, EquityMates Media and the hosts of Talk Money to Me acknowledge the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respects to their elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.